I know for a minute yesterday, maybe even two minutes, maybe even like five minutes, Callie was hoping that her car got broken into. Like she, I was hoping you were playing a practical joke on me. How would I have possibly I don't done know, because I, I was standing there and I was thinking it through. And then I'm like, there's no way. He's been in my eyesight the whole time. We decided, weather was beautiful yesterday, we decided to have lunch at a park outside. So we get sandwiches, we get chips, we get Cokes, we get the baby, we go sit at a picnic table in a park. It's beautiful. And then we did a short walk. Just, what, 10 minutes maybe? And then we go back to the car and Callie, and the only reason I knew it was you is because as we were getting out of the car, you said something like, you get the food and I'll get the baby, something like that. So that's how I knew it was you. We come around the corner after 45 minutes, like figure 30 minutes for lunch and then 15 minutes for a walk, car door wide open. The door where Ellie. Now I have two things to say about this. Wide open, left it open the entire time in the middle of a park, in the parking lot, just sitting there wide open. And I, and as soon as you saw it, I know you were like, oh my God, I left the door open. And then I know you were thinking like, well, maybe somebody robbed the car and then I won't be a mom brain person. Okay. I have a couple things to say about that. One, I was just thinking about it and I actually don't think I left it open because I got Ellie out. I put her in the stroller and then I forgot my water. So I couldn't have walked past that door without shutting it to the last thing I did at the car was get my water, which was in the front with you. It was in the driver. You got it out of the driver's side door. Oh, I I remember watching you get it out of the driver's side door because I was like, where is she going? Okay. Then my second thing is I knew you were going to bring this up and I would just like to say that you have locked Sadie out twice this week. Right. Outside by accident, totally forgotten about her. And then we're like, well, the first time you were like, where's Sadie? I'm like, I don't know. And then we heard a pawing at the door. The second time we just heard Sadie barking and I'm like, oh my God, did you lock Sadie out again? So I don't want to talk about mom brain. Because you're a dad. The issue with Sadie is we have a very small front yard and it's fenced in. And and it's, I mean, it's very small. Uh, but the, What is it, like 15 feet by 15 feet or something? Maybe, I don't know. I'm so bad at measurements. I have no idea. But the you can see the entire thing, you know. Like yeah. To walk from one side of our front yard to the other side would take you. Three not steps. Even, ten, yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah. Sadie just moseys. She's not, she's a beagle. She's not very fast. So when we let her out, she smells around, even if she's really got to go. She'll yeah. smell around. Yeah. She'll look at the sky. She'll see what Lily's up to. She'll, she'll sniff some more grass. I mean. She'll eat a leaf. She'll eat a leaf. And then she'll be like, oh, maybe I'm ready to go to the bathroom. And it'll be like freezing outside or raining. And Sadie's just taking her and, sweet time. And Lily just runs outside. Barks at any neighbor that she sees is like, hey, what's up? Here I am. Pee. And then runs in. That's what she does. And so I think what happened is I just let them both out. And then Lily came right back in. And then I just mindlessly shut the door on the beagle. Who, by the way, if it wasn't cold out, would be perfectly content just hanging out there. Yeah. She. (laughs) So. Yeah. I wonder how long the first time she was locked out before we noticed. Mom brain is real. Callie and I apparently both have it. 
The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for discovering the joy of matching plastic storage containers in my closet. Jeff is probably more excited about these storage containers than he was after he proposed to me. I have, I just have- The joy in your eyes. Yes, I'm so happy. I just have a collection of useful junk. So it's in the closet of the it's studio. It's junk. It's, it's expensive. It's a useful junk. Yeah. So it's, I have a bunch of mic cables that might get once used once or twice a year if we did like a live on location thing or whatever. But I can't get rid of them because I will use them. So they're like long. Right. Then I have random adapters and I have backup equipment and I just have stuff. And they were all in different size plastic tubs. And then there's there was this sale that I saw on Amazon where I could buy all these matching tubs and I reclean the whole closet. I think we should do that with our Christmas boxes. I want to. Like I have all the same. It drives me nuts that they're all in completely different containers. We have no two containers full of Christmas stuff that are the same. Like one's all red. One's like red. Red with and a gold. Clear, yeah. like one's gold. One, it drives me nuts every year. But I'm like, well, we have them. Why would we buy new ones? Because of the joy that comes with having them all right. in new ones. So uh, that is... That's what I'm grateful for today. The joy of of ma- matching storage containers. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for clean water. I would like to share three life hacks with you that I discovered over the weekend that have brought me so much happiness. And they're not That's impressive to discover three in one weekend. I uh, feel like that's usually it's like one like every six months. First of all, does everybody know what the phrase life hacks means? Is that I a do. common enough word? I think so. A hack, I have to explain it. And I'll the, the reason I need I feel the need to explain it is because in my last radio show, for a period of time, we had a segment that was something about a dumpster fire. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Oh, you didn't? You were mm-hmm. one of the people. And I just assumed that that was a common phrase. I think now that 2020 has happened, now it's a common <laughs> phrase. It's more dumpster fires, more mainstream. Yeah. So now whenever I use a phrase like that. So anyways, uh, to explain them both, a dumpster fire is just when something is going terrible, when, when like a garbage pile of a situation gets even worse. Right. It gets Hence, lit on fire. Yeah. A dumpster that is now on fire. A life hack is um, a trick or a shortcut that makes your life easier where you're kind of like doing something that's not normally done. Yeah. So that's a hack. And a life hack is just like kind of an all-purpose one. My first one, about a carton of eggs. Yes. One of the eggs is cracked and it leaks. And like two of the eggs were now glued into the carton and there was no way for me to get them out. Okay. So I had to transfer the remaining 10 or so eggs from the carton into just a bowl that sat in the fridge. Yes. I'm going to move all of our eggs to bowls from now on. Why? It's the greatest. We have eggs every morning. Yeah. 
It's so great just to reach into the fridge and grab oh, the eggs. Oh, to not to with the carton. Yes. Here's what I don't understand. Have you ever seen the refrigerators? My parents have one of these and they do this all the time and it makes zero sense to me. They take their eggs out of the carton and put it into an egg carton, a see-through one that matches with the refrigerator. Is it like built into the fridge? Mm -hmm. What's the point of that? It's the same idea. You don't have to take the carton out, open it up. You do. Theirs has a lid. Oh, so you remove it from the refrigerator? Yeah, so you have to take it out of the refrigerator, open the top of the box. It's like a box that's clear that goes in the fridge. Oh, see, that's pointless. Yeah, I don't get that. I think our refrigerator, ours, my parents that I grew up with, I I feel like had a built-in one. I think they do, and it's like white on yeah. the inside and like a, not enamel, but- um, Whatever the fridge is made of. Like a plastic or whatever. Yeah, yeah I think your parents do because I remember seeing it. And it's it. built in. Yeah. That I could understand because that would be the same type of life hack. Just as grab we, and go. Yes. Yeah, I'm so overjoyed at that one. I wish we could do that, and I can't ever eat enough fruit to make that, like, you know, a thing. But you know how celebrities, like, in cribs or whatever, they used to always have bowls of fruit in the fridge oh, that yeah. were washed, yeah, ready pretty, to go. ready to go. How do they eat all that? They don't. They're just staging it because they know MTV's coming by. You think? Yes. I've seen people that do that, though. I had a friend's mom who did that all the time, and I'm like, how did she keep that produce fresh? It's amazing. I just buy bananas, so I have something to throw out three days later. And lettuce. Yes. Uh, My second life hack is why are we all putting our Christmas tree lights around the tree? Why aren't we going up and down, up and down? up and down all the way around the tree. What difference does it make? It's so much easier to put them on and take them off. You're just hanging them. You drape them. As opposed to having to walk around the tree and then scoot between the wall and the back of the tree and get the ladder and hand the big You don't think that's part of the charm of Christmas? Hey, charm, schmarm. I want life to be easier. Up and down is going to give you the same effect. And it's easier to add lights if you get all done and you realize you need more lights. Hmm. Do it up and down. That's how they do the <laughs> um, the tree in, in New York. The Is Rock, it? The Rockefeller one. Really? Yes. And that's like the greatest Christmas tree on the planet. So if they're do, if it's good enough for that one, it's good enough for, you know, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Did you know room. that they, um, that tree is like edited? Oh yeah. That they Did you in, see that? That the, they like yeah. make it look perfect. They like glue. I'm sure they're not gluing it, but they if like they basically, ins- yeah, put extensions on it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's my second one, which I haven't tried, but I'm, I want to remember that for next year. I feel like that can change the course of a holiday, like making a steak on Thanksgiving. Does. Ellie has no lights on her little tree in her bedroom. You could try it on that. That. That doesn't count. It has <laughs> to be a see real how it looks. Tr- no, it look is fine. a real tree. And my third life hack I can't take credit for. It's this one's from Jason Isbell. Do you know who he is? He's a singer. Yeah. Country. I mean, yeah. Country singer. Um, his last name is spelled I-S-B-E-L-L. Mm-hmm. But I was almost sure that I, I've heard it like you would be inclined to call him Jason Isbell. Okay. But I'm like. I'm 90% sure it's Jason Isbell. So I look, I Google it mm-hmm. and I find a video of a radio guy interviewing him and he corrects him. The radio guy calls him Jason Isbell. Mm-hmm. Jason Isbell says, no, my name's Jason Isbell. And then the radio dude 
like argues with him about how to pronounce his name. He's like, oh, is that like a Southern thing? And he's like, no, it's like my last name, dude. <laughs> That's weird. What? Why? How often in your life have you been embarrassed by radio professionals? Daily. <laughs> you knew me when I would go to the conventions and come Oh my God, early. Jeff would like hide in the corner and like everyone else would be like, let's go out drinking. And he's like, eh, I'll see you guys there and not show up. Anyways, he tweeted this out and I believe that had he done it just a week earlier, he would have ended up on the cover of Time Magazine. Okay. Okay. When you go to the store, grocery store. Yeah. Put in your pocket one of the, um, or keep somewhere nearby, one of the like wet naps, sanitary, you know, sanitizing things mm -hmm. that you either bring from home or if you bring a car or you get one where they do the grocery carts. Yeah. Go to the produce first and then use that wet nap to wet your, moisten your fingers so you can actually open the produce bags. Mm. Normally, you don't understand this because you haven't been to a grocery store since March. No, I don't understand this because I don't have a problem opening bags. I open bags for you all the time. I can't do it without licking my fingers. I know you can't. But with COVID, you don't want to take your mask right. off and you don't want to lick your fingers when you're in a store. Right. So you just wet. Why the can't you open them? That most people can't. I shared that and everybody was like, that is brilliant. Give him the Nobel Peace Prize. Hmm. Thank him. Tweet him back and thank him for saving me hours of time in the grocery store. I just can't do it. But if your fingers are moist, boom. And you know what everybody said they did? Hmm. They would go over and touch the wet produce Ew. in the section that gets <laughs> rained on. So they're like fondling a head of cabbage or something in order to open their line I just bag. don't understand why it's that hard. You just smush it together with your fingers. Can't do it. That's so weird. I think you have gross fingers or something. <laughs> but anyways, those are three life hacks to start your week off. You're welcome. It's amazing. Change your life. There you go. My parents came over for, over for dinner on, what was that, Saturday night? Yes. And my dad likes to talk about our show when he's here. Like he'll bring it up and make comments or whatever. It's very nice. My parents listen to the show every day. So my dad says, hey, Jeff, you know when you said that you were surprised that Callie wasn't maternal? And Jeff immediately goes on the defense and was like, well, I didn't say that's not what I said. That's not what he said. Okay, fine. You not, tell the story. That's not what I said either. Okay, you tell the story. What happened? I didn't, I didn't say you weren't maternal. What I said on the show was that you have surprised me with how maternal and loving and affectionate and like soft you are because I had never seen that side of you before. Which just really shook me because I'm like, why would you want to have a baby with me if you thought that I wasn't that way? I, Anyways, we've already I, been over this. Oh so fast gosh. forward. Okay. We've already been over this. So and what we're here. What, so what did my dad say? He just said, you know, the observation you made about the type of, of mom Callie is. And I said, yes. And then he said, I totally agree. <laughs> I was equally as shocked. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. What now? So as if it's not bad enough. So Jeff starts laughing. My dad is like, no, I completely agree. And he was being totally serious. Then my mom chimes in and it's like, oh my gosh, I was surprised by that too. And I was like, oh my God. And it was weird because I was standing in my own home, holding my own child thinking, 
how weird it is that the people in my life that I love, that love me, have a perception of me that is totally not how I view myself. And it really weirds me out. I would like to re-explain myself. And I think you are stuck on, on the thought. Do you want me to take her? Because I'm not maternal. <laughs> if she started crying right now, that would be great. Um, I think... I think you're stuck on some, like, you're not maternal. That's not the case at all. What I explained to you. No, I get what you explained. You didn't, exp- no, no, no. I get that I'm not like the person that's down on the floor with kids usually and the sing-songy mom but and you, whatever. But you are now. But I am now. But my dad said he was surprised at how enthralled that I am with Ellie because I'm usually usually very, what did he say, like, logical. Pr- practical. Practical. Um, and then my mom was like, yeah, you're not really affectionate. So I'm not affectionate. I, I don't know. I just, the, it's so funny because that is not how I see myself at all. Like I see myself as not overly affectionate, but affectionate with you, affectionate with our dogs, now affectionate with our daughter. And I do might see myself as practical, but I don't see myself as not fun or mean or cold or anything like that. Nobody used those words. No, I know. But that's kind of the impression that I'm getting. And I, I would have thought of myself as an affectionate, you know, like what I think creative person. And it's just weird that everyone's like, no, you're not that we're surprised that you're so enthralled by your daughter. Like it just has made me feel like who I think I am. Isn't right. If that makes sense. And it's weird. You are, you, you're what you're focused on is the you're not you're focused on what this nobody ever looked at you and said oh you're not affectionate nobody ever looked at you and said oh you're so practical you'll never be able to raise a child like that was never the case the transition what's shocking is the transition of who you were to who you are now because here's the thing we talked about this There are people who walk into a room that have children in there and they immediately, they hit their knees, they get down eye level with the kids. And before they've even met every adult at the party, they're having like a lightsaber war with the five-year-old. You know what I mean? They're playing, they're the people who are on the plane who start playing peekaboo with the kid in front of them. And then a half hour later, that kid's actually over the seat, sitting on their lap and they're coloring together. And it's the greatest thing. You or neither you or I are that person. Right. So to see you now completely head over heels with Ellie, and if she wanted to color, I mean, she doesn't really control her arms right now, but if she wanted to do something right now for the next six hours, you would do it hands down, no questions asked. And that's just really great to see. Not because the old you was bad. It's just, but don't you think it would throw you if someone was like, you know, I don't know if someone was like, Oh my gosh, I'm surprised that you're so into the dad thing. Like would that wouldn't be like, no, weird I for would, you? I would agree with them. Huh? If you told me, what if it was something that you identified with your whole life? Like what if someone was like, Oh, I'm surprised that you're, that you're so, um, so smart about the podcast. Like you wouldn't be like, really, why wouldn't I be smart about the podcast? Like I was an executive producer of a morning show. Like, of course I'm, you know what I mean? But That's different. Cause you've never had experience with a baby before. No, but I've wanted to be a mom my whole life. Yeah. I want to be a runner, but just throw some running shoes on me and 
put me at the bottom of a hill and it ain't going <laughs> to happen. Anyways, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I'm having an identity crisis now. <laughs> but you're a great, the bottom line is you are a great mom. You're yeah. a, like, if you told me two months ago, three months, how old is she? Six weeks. So if you told oh, happy six week birthday happy today. Six week birthday. If you told me two months ago that, that I would wake up in the morning excited to get her out of her crib, come downstairs and sit with her on the couch for an hour and do nothing but stare at her for an hour. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, I'm, why would I do that? She's probably, what? that's dumb. She's sleeping. Like, why am I just going to stare at a sleeping baby? Like, I'm too practical for that. I mean, I might bring her down to my office and answer some emails and she can be in the little bassinet next to me. I'm not just going to wake up just to hold her. And every single morning I get up out of bed, like immediately and go get her to hang out with her for an hour. And she's asleep. Yeah. Same thing. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> Are really you tired of holding her yet? You want me to get her? It's been 10 minutes and he got limits. <laughs> I know we decided to skip the Elevate Kindness through the end of the year. We made a big deal about it on last week's show, but I thought of one that's so good. I want to bring it back. Oh, okay. Confident are we. What about a true secret, secret Santa? What do you mean? What if you buy a small gift or write a small note or do both or buy a nice gift or whatever? but truly leave it for someone who deserves it mm -hmm. and never reveal yourself. Oh, this is very Jeff Dollar. Yes. Just a random, a truly random, spontaneous Santa. Make, like if you know somebody has had a double rough year, I mean, we've all had cra a crazy catic year, but somebody's really gotten their butt kicked this year. What if you just gave them their favorite candy or whatever it is or a, Gift certificate for a massage once massages are, are, you know, can happen again or whatever it might be. And you just give them this gift and totally announce and sign it from Santa and write a note about why Santa are you, brought it um, early. Are you going to do it? Yeah, I have to figure out who, but I would like to. I think it would just be really cool. Yeah. A true secret secret Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you mad? No, why? Oh, because you were just like, Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I thought you were mad about the mom thing. No, I'm not mad about the mom thing. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's my Elevate Kindness. Even though it was supposed to go away until next year, we got one more week out of it. Do a real, true, secret, secret Santa. One of my favorite things is giving gifts. And the thing that I like about giving gifts is the hunt of finding the perfect gift and then giving people something not only that they didn't expect, but they can go, oh, wow, I've never seen that before or I've never heard of that or that's so unique. I like to give people something to talk about and they're going to talk about Rothy's. And let me tell you why. Rothy's are not only very cute, incredibly cute shoes, they're also machine washable flats. I love this sneaker style. I wear them all the time. They are super comfortable. They are made out of recycled water bottles. And seriously, this is the gift that you're going to give that people are going to be talking about for so long and telling all of their friends about because Rothy's are incredible shoes with a great story. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. 
every little health advantage right now is important. And every little thing that you can cross off your to-do list is helpful. So what if I told you that you can give yourself a little health advantage and remove something from your to-do list with our friends and our podcast partners at Care Of? Right now, if you go to takecareof.com slash upside50, you can take a five-minute quiz. It's going to ask you questions about your lifestyle, questions about your health concerns and health goals, questions about your diet. And then they are going to recommend vitamins and supplements for you, customized for you. It's like a consultation with a nutritionist, right? Then these vitamins and these supplements are going to be packaged in one-day packs, right? So you have a separate pack for every single day, and they're delivered right to your door. So you're taking control of part of your health and wellness. You're also taking one thing off your to-do list. Callie and I love getting care of vitamins delivered to our house. They sit on our counter. We don't have to think about it. We just take what they offer. And you don't have to take the exact vitamins and supplements they recommend. You can adjust your order at any time. Add, take things out, whatever you want to do. Completely customizable. But you start off with the quiz. Go to takecareof.com slash upside50. And if you use the promo code upside50 at checkout, you'll receive half off your first care of order. That's takecareof.com slash upside50. Use the code upside50 at checkout for 50% off your first order with Care Of. Need a gift this holiday season? Yeah, you do. You're not done yet. You know that. Uh, Bomba socks are a great gift to give. And not only are you giving to someone else, you're giving to multiple people because for every pair of socks that we buy, Bombas is going to donate a pair to someone in need. Yep, that's right. Bombas donates a pair to someone experiencing homelessness across the U.S. And socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters. Giving Bombas will make a meaningful impact this holiday season. Now, I love these socks. I love the wool no-shows. I wear them all the time. I'm super into wearing like super cute sneakers right now. And I pop the Bombas on. You can't see them. They're really comfortable. And I know it says wool, but don't let that word fool you. They're not too hot. They feel amazing. And I even wear them to work out. So that is my favorite. You will not regret wearing Bombas. And you can feel good about giving Bombas this holiday season because you know you're putting socks on feet of someone that need them. Bomba socks are 100% backed for life. If you or anyone you give them to aren't happy with them, just reach out to their customer happiness team who will issue an exchange or a refund. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bombas aren't just givable, they were made to give. Go to bombas.com slash upside today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside. Bombas.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day. Impossible situations can become possible miracles. And now we have Jeff's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company. Uh, the New Year's resolutions for 2021 are going to look, look so much different than previous years because mental health experts see a trend when they're talking to you know their their patients and their colleagues and whatnot, that people want to uh, focus on mental wellness versus physical wellness. Interesting. So, and it's about time, by the way. So rather than you know look good naked or even stop smoking, it's uh, 
learn to meditate and deepen connections with friends and family. Hmm. So it's more of a mental health take happening this year with resolutions. Uh, according to an online dating service, men need 15 minutes into a first date to decide if they want a second date. Women need a full hour into the first date to decide whether or not a second date. Would you say that's happen. accurate? Yes. Really? And what do you base that on? Um, actually, no, I don't. I, I said yes too quickly. I don't. But I think I'm on you. I might be unusual. Yeah. I feel like you. Yeah. I'm kind of a woman. You're you are kind of a chick. Yeah. So I think I'm different. But I. I yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think that I don't know if that's true for most guys. I think it's definitely not true for you. No, for um, women. Like, do but you- for women, I would say, yeah, I know. Within an hour, I would say probably thirty minutes. Did you ever go on a date and know within the first fifteen minutes that that dude had no chance ever again? Yes, and I went on a date um, with someone that I made take me home in the middle of it because it was that bad. What was so bad about it? He, this was when I was in high school. Oh, have you told this one before? Is this like the country club dude or something? Yeah. He asked me where I wanted to go to dinner. He said he didn't care. I chose. And then we sat down, ordered appetizers. And he was like, yeah, I don't want to be here. I want to go to my country club. And then, so I was like, okay. So then he took me to the club and then we were eating salad or something like that. And all he could talk about was himself and his money and how much he spent on his jeans and all of this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I feel sick. Can you take me home? So did you tell you like you pretend you were under the weather? Well, I just said, I don't feel well. Can I go home? And I really didn't because I was like nauseous from his just attitude. Got it. His attitude made me physically ill. Um, and my third random thing is uh, the importance of hydration, according to one study on mental health. Mm. So if you go to bed hydrated, you wake up. Um, feeling more well-rested. If you go to bed dehydrated, um, you could wake up feeling exhausted. You know that groggy? I might try that this week. Like when you wake up and you and you have an entire day where you feel like you've never been able to wake up? Yeah. Um, that could be because you're dehydrated. So. Uh, you need to get better about that. I got to get so like much Jeff better. Like Jeff drinks liquid IV, but it's funny because you drink liquid IV almost as like an emergency thing every time instead yeah. of like actually trying to stay ahead of it. And what I, you know what I do is I realize like it's 7 PM that I haven't had enough water. Yeah. And we go to bed at like what, 10 or 11. So I start chugging water. Yeah. From like seven to 11, which, which means I never get up in the middle of the night to pee, but what my body does to me is like, what like you do, it, you get up once a night. Some, I hear you. Uh, yeah, but I'm not like, it doesn't cause me to get up every like, Two or three hours. Right. Yeah. So if I ch chug it, but what I do is I can't fall asleep. Oh, really? So like I fall, like right before I fall asleep, I'm like, oh, I got to pee. And then I get up and go to the bathroom and then I come back to bed. And then like, I just start to fall asleep like for 20 minutes, but right about there. And then my body's like, ha ah, no, you chugged water, get up and pee. Oh. So uh, those are my three random things. We finished the six seasons of the Americans. We were set. We, we were watching it a few nights ago and then the thing came up. We were, we were going to bed cause it was like after midnight 
and but when the screen popped up, we saw that it's a series finale. So we knew for a couple of days that the next episode would be our last. And we were really sad. I get really sad when series are over. So it takes me a couple of days. I have to like grieve the series. I wonder if there's an, if there's an, why can't enough people have watched the Americans that we could have a 10 minute bonus episode just talking about our theories about the finale? Maybe. We would have to do it as a bonus episode so anybody who hasn't watched it yet doesn't get burned like we'd have to say at the beginning. Um, I have gotten questions because I posted that we finish it on Instagram. If it's worth watching, 1,000%. Yes. It's so good. It's a terrific, terrific series. But if I'm being totally honest, I was let down by the series finale. I was too. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't watch it because it really is. It might be one of my favorite shows of all time. The only reason I was let down is because I personally didn't like the way it ended. Mm -hmm. So like, I just didn't like the way the story went. Yeah. It could have gone in 10 different directions. It could have gone in 5,000. Yeah. And I was just, I think I was expecting it to go in another direction, but when it went in the direction it did, what we should do is we should have people who have theories about the end, Mm -hmm. leave us voicemails. And then if we get, if we get enough of those, we could play them. On a bonus episode. Yes, because there are a lot. The finale ends with a bunch of, you know, if you have watched the whole series, you're like, oh, I wonder what happened with this. Like, they don't definitely clarify everything. So if you have theories about what happened in the finale or what happened post-finale, like if the characters were real, call us and leave us a message. 800-434-5454. And if you don't know what we're talking about, um, The Americans is an Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. And um, it's about... Russians that are Amer, no, yes, Russian spies that are in America. I was yep. going to say American spies, but they're not. Um, in the eighties, um, and there's a lot of like historical significance to it and stuff like that. So if you like history, you'll find it really interesting. Um, but yeah, it's really great. Now we start the undoing. That will start. That might start tonight. Yeah, we might start that tonight. And I know we're a little bit behind, but it shouldn't take us more than like a week and a half or two. Six episodes. Yeah, and then after that. The Crown. Yes. And then after that, Shit's Creek. Okay. And then our dance card is open. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I got to say, you did something this weekend that I'm really proud of you for, but it's going to be interesting to see how things pan out because I feel like you and I are really good at starting things, but not finishing things or following through. Okay. So I, um, I almost don't know if I want to know what you're talking about. So Jeff this weekend delegated two things to other people that he could have done himself. And he's been saying like, for probably six or nine months. I really wish that someone else would do this or whatever. And he delegated to other people. And I'm really impressed. I just wonder, Jeff has do-it-yourself disease. And I wonder if you're going to be able to sustain having other people do your stuff. I'm going to be able to sustain it. And here's why. I don't have do-it-yourself disease. I have... Okay. Here's the thing. I... There are a couple things related to like the behind the scenes stuff for the show that have to happen every single week. They take maybe 90 minutes 
a week. But for me, because they take someone who would be doing it 90 minutes a week. Right. So, and it's one of them's like very administrative, like not monetary, but like accounting, like number wise and stuff like that. And I just get so distracted by it that it takes me so much longer that on the day I have to do it, I wake up dreading that I have to do it. Yeah. Right? Ellie knows how I feel. Yes, she does. She feels your pain. So I, I wake up dreading have to do it. So I was just having a conversation with our bookkeeper and I said, hey, is this something that you would be willing to do? It would probably take you an hour a week. And she's like, yeah, let me take a chance. Let me take a whack at it. So I spent about six hours writing a step-by-step detail instruction and I've handed it off. So proud of you. My issue is writing that instruction. Because I'm like, oh, I could just do it. Right. I'll just suck it up and do it. And then a week later, I hate it again. Yeah. We should talk more about that because I feel like that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, and it's really hard to get past. So I feel like I'm going to need an update on how you're, how you're doing with letting someone handle your stuff. Check in with me in a week. Okay. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Ashley from Vegas. Um, I'm driving home from work. It's almost 1 a.m. And listening to your Friday episode, I laughed out loud when Jeff called diarrhea the hot snake. I've never heard that. I don't know if that is a New York thing, a Georgia thing, but oh my God. As a wife, Callie, I feel your pain for your husband trying to embarrass you, but wow, Jeff, that is hilarious. And I got some bad news today, and I'm not going to lie, I needed that laugh, and that's why we love you guys. Bye. It really can be different in 2021. You can be more organized. You can save money in 2021. Just start right now, and you'll be ahead of the game when it comes time to take charge of those two New Year's resolutions. Here is one way to accomplish both of those things. Roll your high interest credit card payments into just one payment at a lower fixed rate with Lightstream. Lightstream's credit card consolidation loans have rates as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. You can get a loan from 5,000 up to $100,000 and there are no fees. There's no application fees, no origination fees, no transaction fees, no prepayment penalties. The money will be in your account sometimes as soon as the same day that you apply. So you can take care of this before 2021 hits. You're gonna have the convenience of just having one payment every month, and you're gonna have the savings of having a low fixed interest rate. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. And because you're an upside listener, you can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. But the only way to get this is to go to lightstream.com slash upside, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside subject credit approval. Rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Go to lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Hey guys. Um, I don't know, this might help some other fellow Georgia people who are getting bombarded by voting text messages and voting phone calls. So I heard one of my friends talk about this. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. So every single time I get one now, I respond that if I get one more political text message, I will not be voting for anyone. 
And every single time I get a response saying that they're going to take me off the, li- off the list and they apologize for the inconvenience. So, I don't know. It's working for me. So, any other Georgia people, try it. All right. Bye. Hey, I'm a little behind. Um, it's Rochelle from Houston. Um, I'm listening to the nine, like, you want to dash cam because you call 911 so often. I feel like I also call 911 pretty often. Um, and it's just, like, things happen. Like, I'm driving down the highway, and this kid's, like, on a little scooter. I'm like, what is going on? Call 911. Um, I don't know. It's just don't feel bad about it. I mean, don't make don't let people be like, oh, my gosh, you're weird because you've called 911, like, multiple times a year. I do it, too. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, it is what it is. See ya. Bye. Hi, this is Jessica. I was listening to today's episode, and I just had to pause the pod um, when you guys were talking about therapy. I'm a therapist. I'm also in therapy myself, um, and right now it's kind of easier than ever to get into therapy because everyone's doing virtual sessions, so you don't even have to leave your house. Also, a lot of insurance plans are still waiving co-pays for therapy sessions, so it could be at no, no cost to you right now, so it might be worth calling your insurance company and checking on that. Um, I'm obviously a huge advocate for therapy because I am a therapist and in therapy as well. This is Amanda, the upsider that everybody's going to send their regifted wine to. was listening today and realized I forgot to um, let you guys know the ripple effect that you guys have had. Because of your show, I signed up for better help and even received you know, your upside discount and a little bit of a scholarship. So I've been doing weekly sessions since August because of the way you guys are so open and candid about therapy. I mean, I had taken a three-year break, but you guys are really removing the stigma. And so, of course, the upside is part of my self-care, but I do the real deep work with a licensed therapist who gets to me. So anyway, swear to God, not going to call you all anymore this week, but... Thanks for being so open and candid, and we love you guys. Merry Christmas. Bye. Tweet other people how you want to be tweeted. Don't be bossy, and always be respectful to your parents, too. Love you. Bye.